Artu, where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, if you come over here, you'll find a wonderful surprise. You'll have to plug into the central computer to hear what it is. That's right. No, it's not a phase vector. It's your Christmas present. Converter isn't complete yet. It isn't finished. Lock in your circuits again quickly. Export Audio Holiday Special. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Autumn. Hello, everybody. Happy Life Day to you. And we are joined from all the way across the pond <laughs> by Jackson. I can't fucking believe I agreed to this. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. <laughs> passage to where? To what? What like what right is being enacted here? You are ascending. I sure will be today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jackson's smoking hella weed. <laughs> I've never actually smoked weed in my life. I don't know where people get it. Because uh, I'm in the UK where it's illegal. Um, and I knew people in like high school who had some, right? But I, I, was, I wasn't interested in doing it then. Um, and now that I'm older and I'm not like a weird like anxiety case about, oh, those are drugs or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I guess I would taste something I've offered, but like, it's, I don't know how, how do you get it? How do people get that shit? So I'm, it's never <laughs> happening. I'm never getting weed in my life. It's fine. I'm not that broken up about it. <laughs> that was me, but from like age 22 when I left college to whenever Illinois legalized weed and I started, you know, I was living like 30 minutes away from Illinois at the time. <laughs> you used to hop the border to get the drugs. Yeah. The Federales can't listen to this podcast now. Anyway, we should fucking talk about the Star Wars Holiday the Stalin Special. <laughs> the Stalin Holiday Special. Man, Trotsky experienced that one. <laughs> um, we have, as always, Star Wars Hol- Star Wars Holiday Special, comma the nineteen seventy eight. Nice copy. Nice copy. Nice copy. <laughs> I just hope we get to watch the Hulk this time yeah maybe this year the hulk will be presented this evening if you are joining us at home i'm gonna count down and when i say go you'll click play before you do i just want to check in with jackson i know the answer to this but listeners just to confirm jackson have you ever seen the star wars holiday special what do you know about the star wars holiday special uh well i know it's the star wars holiday special i know about life day i know about true family and it's where boba Boba fett comes from um but i've never seen it i've seen like clips i guess so I know like okay. some of the cultural osmosis things, but I have no idea what I'm about to like embark on mentally, spiritually, <laughs> physically. Uh, some things to watch out for: uh, B. Arthur. Uh huh. Um, that's yeah. mostly it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only name I can name. Yeah, I guess Harrison Ford and Luke Skywalker are in this movie. <laughs> uh, let's count down. Let's get this rolling. All right. Three. Two, one, go. Um, uh, mine didn't go. <laughs> nice copy oh, no. did not work. Oh God! The hell? I pressed the part where I normally press play, and it didn't play. I they will do it differently this time. Just do it again, and it'll work this okay. time. Okay, okay. Gotcha, everyone. Gotcha, okay. psych. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. All right, here we fucking go. Oh, <laughs> shit! God damn it! God damn it! Not Incredible Hulk! I was so looking forward to watching Incredible Hulk this evening. The 70s! Jesus Christ. The 70s are happening. <laughs> it's so crazy to on television. Star Wars is just on television. It's, 70, it's like uh-huh. a year after Star Wars, and we got new Star Wars on fucking television. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> but I mean, they do, though. Like, I... That's actual Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in so much of this. I know. You have no idea. He's, he's going to be, be the main in. character of <laughs> yes. this whole... He's having they got a really him in for a day. Little, that is not the Millennium closet. Falcon set, by the way. That's <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> that is a, a set mil- that was made for Doctor Who when they needed a fake Millennium Falcon in the 70s. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon will not be presented this evening. <laughs> i'm celebrating life day right now not the way you celebrated it last year how did i celebrate it last year high as shit was i high as shit last year i think you were that sounds about right i I smoked a lot of weed (laughs) they got the font wrong they got the font wrong (laughs) (laughs) it is is crazy this car accident yet it's crazy that this doesn't have the uh the cruel. Like, they hadn't got that branding level down yet? No. 
I the think old, they the should just only. cancel all Star Wars the day Anthony Daniels dies. I think that's just, it. I just, just think, throw it all in the bin. I, I, think, I, think, I think you're yeah. right. I think that on some level we'll have to admit if C3PO can't show up anymore, that's it. We're done. <laughs> they should have to start over with all new characters. No, just yeah. done. Just fucking blow the whole thing up. No more. It was all writing on Anthony Daniels. <laughs> they should nuke the EU, is what you're saying. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many fucking Wookiees on my screen. Oh my god. <laughs> Itchy. Lumpy. I, every year I forget how bad the Wookiee costumes are. <laughs> That's her. Yeah. That That's guy. him. That guy who carries this whole production. <laughs> and Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Stink Floyd. <laughs> it's so crazy that this introduces Boba Fett. I know we say that every year, but it's fucking crazy. I mean, if it hadn't, he would still would have shown up. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Thank you, GM. Thank you, GM. <laughs> we wouldn't be here without you. Thank you, General, sir. <laughs> it's crazy that this is just how Kashyyyk always looks after this point. This bit stayed. These fucking yes. things can. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Kashyyyk? I think you mean Kazook. I think you mean Kazook. <laughs> No one said anything. Fuck you. I haven't watched this four years in a row, so I don't know what Kazook is. Stairs. 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 <laughs> I didn't make the stairs on this one. Um, so I'm taking knowledge of future stairs scenes from this movie, but I'm going to say like a B plus. Okay. Those are some nice looking stairs. I kind of like how they're built into the tree, you know? How are we liking the the dialogue? <laughs> There's no subtitles if I click the subtitles button, right? Right. No, there's no right. subtitles. Okay. There are no subtitles. <laughs> You're just going to get a long scene of Wookiee domestic <laughs> life. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that she's saying, shut the fuck up, Lumpy. <laughs> she's telling him to take out the trash, right? Is she? I, I don't she remember. She pulled out a trash can and said... I guess she did, yeah. It sounds like take out the trash to me. <laughs> but maybe not. What's Grandpa's name? I don't this remember. This is basically Lump- just Frasier. Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Frasier, so... Me neither. Lumpy is the Grandpa. No, I thought Lumpy was the kid. Itchy's... Itchy's the grandpa. Itchy's the grandpa. Lumpawaru, or Lumpy for short, Yes, is the kid. And then Mala is the mom? Yes, I believe that's true. Stealing a cookie on life day? Come on, Lumpy. What you doing? Shape up. I wasn't prepared for the surreal quality of the fact that you've seen this like four times already. Because there's like ritualistic bits that have already been established that I'm not aware of. As I just come in here, I feel like I'm um, like witnessing something intimate. Uh, not in the like gross way, you know what I mean. Just there, there, yeah. there is a 
a, a shared meaning has already been built up around the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> that I am not privy to. And it is a surreal experience. And he's like, oh yeah, there's Lumpy. There's a terrible fucking map painting. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't think we've repeated any bit specifically. No, you have. We you just... definitely have. <laughs> you started this podcast quoting lines before the lines appear. Both of you did this as everyone showed up. There was an anticipatory. I, I don't remember that much about the Star Wars holiday special, but that might be changing. I might have seen this enough times now that I actually do remember things. Kids have to fucking die. <laughs> it's just like um, modern times. <laughs> man i gotta i gotta watch some fucking charlie chaplin and buster keaton movies this year silent movies are pretty good yeah i gotta stop being such a silent movie hater you're not a silent you know, movie just... hater what are you talking about i uh... There are podcast. There are episodes of stairwells earlier this year where I'm like, yeah, I just don't like silent movies very much. Eh, That's cool. a lot of them are bad. Um, <laughs> a lot of everything is bad. Well, the, the thing with silent movies specifically is America hasn't figured out how to make movies yet. So you're like cut over to Battleship Potemkin and you're like, the f- fucking movies have arrived, and you go back to what what Hollywood was putting out. And you're like, man, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then, I mean, you know, I went through a lot of my old old movies on my Plex server last year. And so I watched a bunch of 20 stuff and uh, found some good movies. Though I skipped uh, Hexon, whatever, however you pronounce it, uh, until you've been like, no, you have to go back and watch that. Yeah, Hexon's really fucking good. That's cool. I, I really liked um, A Woman of Paris. That's the the chaplain. The one that he made that everyone hated because it was depressing and wasn't a comedy. And I was like, that one's pretty good. <laughs> Is that the same director as Hexon? No, that's Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Famous it makes comedian. It way more sense that they would have wanted to comedy. Yeah, no, they're not Charlie talking Chaplin. about the earlier funnier films of uh, whatever Danish director made that. <laughs> this keeps going. This keep they. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård, I think, directed Hexen, right? I think that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, there's. <laughs> I don't know what you expected from the Star Wars holiday special, but it does continue. <laughs> Oh, we're getting our first little interlude. I think it is reasonable to expect Star Wars English language dialogue <laughs> from the Star Wars holiday special. I, I think want you a- to imagine being a kid watching this in the seventies, <laughs> but then imagine being the parent. <laughs> Just being like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Here we are. Yep, we've, we've got our circus friends. So is if- this supposed to be the chessboard? Yes. Okay. This is way less incompetent than I was expecting. Like, all of this has been... Everything weird here has been done intentionally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the secret. For some reason, I was like, oh, yeah, it was just going to be some weird TV thing that made, like, baffling choices and everyone hated it and it was stupid. But no, they've made this all on purpose. And, like, you know, the shots are all arranged well. Like, like, it was a pretty coherent scene of them going at each other. Uh, So they just wanted... This is what they wanted to do artistically. And, you know, fair enough. This is great. Look at these guys. Star Wars bringing these guys back. Star Wars. Yeah. By these guys, which guys do you mean, though? I mean, do you- <laughs> all of them. Everything is happening. Oh, we've got the fucking hologram to peace. <laughs> Imagine if in Rise of Skywalker there was a scene where they dramatically murdered Lumpy um, and then brought him back the next like, Imagine two minutes later. Imagine in the later. Rise of Skywalker where in the like one shot you can see somebody watching some 
Cirque du Soleil yeah. guys on a Dejaric board. Yeah, they just walk past like this. This owns. This fucking rules. (laughs) (laughs) He's so happy. He's so happy. Do you think there are like people, uh, there are like parents on Kashyyyk who are like, I can't believe you're letting your kids rot your their brains with this crap. Oh, do you mean kazoo you know? or whatever the fuck you said? <laughs> kazoo. <laughs> kazoo. Kazoo. A spoken word has not happened since Han Solo (laughs) at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Lumpy's face there is just so good. (laughs) Bye, guys. That ruled. See you next year. Uh, That was so good. (laughs) As you say on All Night Stairwells, movies are aesthetic experiences. (laughs) They're so true. Does this count as a movie? Yes. Yes. I've logged it on the on Letterboxd every year that we've done this. <laughs> what did you, what rating did you give it? I think I've foolishly given it two stars in the past. This is this is four stars. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it is. Uh, excuse me. We've... Let me just turn around and made a Bart Simpson face. So I think you'll find it is definitely four stars. <laughs> Uh, it looks like our apartment has been transported to Stockholm. What is? <laughs> I expect the parts where people start talking and Star Wars actually starts happening to be significantly worse than watching him watch this fucking Cirque du Soleil yes. holographic yes. performance. Well, we haven't gotten in, into any of the comedy bits either. Yeah. This is what computers were. No in the starships. <laughs> also, we know where this was recorded. Thank you to the random person from Ohio who uh, gave us the nice copy. Is Is it Ohio? That is where Dayton is, yes. Oh, okay. Oh <gasps> my god! That's Luke's music. <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking Zoom call with with uh, Mala and Lumpawaru. He looks so weird here. It's because he's like caked in makeup, right? Because of the yeah, because of the scar. What? Why? 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 It's just, why what? It's What's just Mark on? Hamill talking to various things that do not speak English. Why is he in um in like his this garage set? He's uh he's the tech guy. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> What's up? He's fallen down the well. <laughs> Do you think he understands 
Uh, Jackson, do you know the language? Um, you know what? Wookies. No, Shiryuk. <laughs> Is that right? I think it's Shiryuk or Shiryuk. I think he doesn't. I, I think that they are playing it that he understands. Because I couldn't tell if he could understand or if he was just intuiting through the force. <laughs> I don't think you need the force. Because he keeps to asking s- them, "Is that right?" Or you feel this? Is that right? So I, I can't mean, tell if he actually understands the language or if he's just using the force to like bridge that gap. I don't think he's using the force. I think he's sort of um, like using connection in uh, in the Cosmere. Shut to the fuck up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! Shirwook. Yeah. Uh-oh. According to Wiki- Wikipedia, um, the, it isn't an English, it isn't, it isn't an easy language to learn, what with all the growls and howls. Big Z told me the whole point was to make it difficult for outsiders to understand. That's not canon. Oh, is this Legends? Mission Vows from KOTOR. Ah. Nobody's perfect, says Luke. <laughs> we'll I, I just want to say about that scene, yes. that one scene of Luke talking to Chewie's family is more like domestic like connection and actual friendship than any character in Star Wars has ever displayed anyone else in any of the movies. He it, just talks to them and like, oh, you know, it's Han. Come on, okay, you know, he's not there when he's left. It's just like a, no- it's like a normal conversation. It's yes. surreal. No one in Star Wars does, does that. It's make- this is making me mad about Star Wars, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish that all Star Wars was as good as the Star Wars holiday special. No, but like, can you imagine Luke calling Han Solo just to check in, just like to talk to him, right? Like, as a. Like, <laughs> these are things you should be able to imagine not. with characters who interact. Uh, <laughs> big blue flash on my screen your device will restart at 1752 to finish installing updates uh, please reschedule fucking not. I'm rescheduling <laughs> uh, I'm rescheduled for Boxing Day okay is Boxing Day the day before or after, after Christmas the okay. day before Christmas is still Christmas Eve for everyone Okay. That, that one's taken. Yeah, I should have thought about that. <laughs> I probably could have pieced that together on my own. <laughs> this guy's mustache is so good. I hate fish. <laughs> you, get everywhere. you didn't have to pause or anything when you fixed your computer, did you? No, 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 no. It just okay. popped up on screen and said, you're going to be restarting in, in 10 minutes. And I was luckily present. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just... Calling Wookiees shaggy carpets feels like a slur. Well, Doesn't Han do Leia that at some it. point? Leia. Yeah. So, Leia says, can somebody get this walking carpet out of my way? It feels like a slur there, too. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense that she would. She's like the princess in the Senate. She's in the racism capital, even though she's, you know, he, a sensible against Remember, he's it. got an imperial guy next to him. He has to speak in code. 
He doesn't have an Imperial guy next to him. He has the guy from fucking Spaceballs standing next to him. What is with <laughs> he the helmet? Dark helmet. <laughs> That's a fucking fact. This is significantly worse than um, Luffy uh-huh. watching the fucking Cirque du Soleil holograms. Do you want to watch one man kind of do a comedy routine at a, an Imperial who's just kind of staring at him? Not particularly. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> do you want to see it again later? <laughs> nice copy. Nice copy. In his belt. Is that a joke? Did you tell, was that meant to be a joke? Can I have a sign that that was a joke I, or not? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Someday Nora and I will make an edit of the nice copy that just inserts a laugh track. This is not, I know the scene. <laughs> you can tell shot on film, shot on fucking film. <laughs> we were not able to get the actual Darth Vader costume. We could call James Earl Jones for half an hour, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> Thank God the Wookiees are back. <laughs> I'm always saying Every this. Every time Lumpy's not on screen, people should be asking, where's Lumpy? <clears throat> Lumpy's been the best part of this thing so far, so what the fuck? <laughs> Star Wars is primarily about funny little guys. That's so true. Lumpy is a funny little guy. I'm not doing the dishes. <laughs> Lumpy, the proto-Grugu. <laughs> Proto Grogu. Grogu. Oh god. Is this Here we go. Here we fucking go. B Arthur Star Wars cooking. I think this is not B Arthur. Oh I think no, this sorry, is not yet. Some no, I can guy. tell now This is that guy in drag. Yes, now 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 that he started talking, I can tell. <laughs> well, I don't want to unpack the politics of this. No. <laughs> Just gotta let it wash over you. I don't usually smell raw meat when I cook. I don't usually press it right up against my nose and say, Mmm, raw meat smell. Well, you gotta check it for mold. I usually just trust that if I bought it from the grocery store yesterday, it's probably still fine today. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we putting our chunks? Oh, okay, thank you. (laughs) What are you... I don't know. (laughs) 
So you're just eating with your hands after you were handling that raw meat? She's got gloves on. It's fine. <laughs> Pequency? What is Pequency? <laughs> I feel like I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what it's like to die. Stir, stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. <laughs> oh god, am I 22 minutes in? <laughs> stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Mala, like, I wish I had three arms, damn. So this is what happened after the Clone War. General Grievous became a celebrity chef. (laughs) Bruh! This is just unhinged. (laughs) I do never get tired of that one, though. I I never get tired of stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Where's the beating at? Stir, whip, stir, whip, stir, whip. We got some clips from Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars is happening. Hello, Star Wars. Ah, Shut the fuck up. We don't care about it. (laughs) Where's the Wookiees? Bring back Lumpy. Give me Itchy. Eat your heart out, Andor. Why doesn't look, or why doesn't Chewie go down to the to the guns and man himself? I guess they're not always manual. I guess not. <clears throat> <laughs> it looks like he died. <laughs> it is literally like he died. <laughs> that cut looked like he fucking died. <laughs> hey, do you remember the two minutes that Chewie died? In Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of sick, Wait, honestly. It's important.
Star Wars is mostly about you... blockades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blockades, little guys, martial law. Not so much that one. Weird to have one handheld shot in the middle of this mostly, like, <laughs> tripods, like, camera that, in the corners you know, sort of deal. This looks like a three-camera sitcom. Yeah. I thought that was a normal door. It looked like it had a doorknob. <laughs> it did look like it had a doorknob. The mind evaporator, naturally. Chewie died. Han. Han. <laughs> you think this guy knows uh, Lando? Yeah. <laughs> They're both in the in the business of fucking other people's wives. <laughs> he loves to make a Wookiee happy. He loves when a Wookiee makes him happy, too. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Alright. So, does, does Lumpy here have the mind evaporator? Uh, is that the porn chair? Yeah, I thought the porn chair was the mind evaporator. Jackson has no idea what we're talking about. I mean, he, he, he brought the mind evaporator, but that's that's as far as I go. <laughs> I forget what it is that Lumpy's about to get into here. Hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's using the mind evaporator to do something. <laughs> I, I don't know what chair. you mean <laughs> you know wow what is up with his jaw <laughs> all right wookies are gone <laughs> welcome to the porn chair everybody welcome back <laughs> is this our fourth this is our fourth year let me look I believe this is our fourth year doing this god I'm opening podcast addict I realize that um, when we aren't talking the listener doesn't have anything because they're not listening to the music. Oh, you, mean, you don't think they, the listener? You don't think they put on the Star Wars holiday special in I tandem? Think everyone does it the first time they listen, and then they don't for the others. I don't. Know. What are we looking at? 
This is our fourth one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because it was just you and me, and then it was Molly, and then it was Olivia. Yeah. Right, I was blazed last year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been li- I've been catching up on um, some pop towns I missed because of how I ha- when I switched to iPhone I set up my thing in a way that I missed a bunch of episodes because mm-hmm. it would like automatically default just keeping three around. I didn't realize it was deleting all episodes. Oh yeah. Um, and there have definitely been some I've listened to. Where I'm like, I don't know if autumn's high. <laughs> like there's That's sometimes where I know is that if I'm high, <laughs> I want people to be like, "Is autumn high? I can't tell." Sometimes I know, and sometimes it's like <laughs> it's just a little, just a little spicy on this episode. Is autumn high? <laughs> is this an ASMR chair? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> I think it's a porn chair. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not porn. It's ASMR. It's like a hot girl talking softly, which is by all definitions ASMR, not porn. I, you thing. know what? I'd never thought about it, but yeah, I guess that is what. Oh, God, if my porn chair started glitching, I'd be so fucking mad. I'd be terrified. I'd be absolutely terrified if I was in my full dive VR porn chair and it started skipping. <laughs> like a fucking vinyl. Right. I'd be like, this is it. I- I'm going to the other place. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> database, database. Exactly. Just on the database. <laughs> Now she's become a space mermaid, I guess. Yeah, as you do. Once again, have to stress, imagine being the parent. Your your seven-year-old is like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, and you're just like kind of in the room eating dinner while this is happening? <laughs> Honestly, have... I respect it. <laughs> I mean, consider watching this on a black and white television also. Jesus. <laughs> I mean... This new James Bond theme is really... really goes. <laughs> the, the thing for me about this special so far is, like, I think it is good that um, the people making it thought that Star Wars was for five-year-olds. <laughs> and i think true. it reflects badly on star wars fans that the anger is mostly that it doesn't treat star wars serious like this i adults watched the movie star wars 50 times and then i came to watch the star wars christmas special and it was full of a bunch of boo-boo gaga shit for children not realizing the <laughs> thing that like their fandom is about to do to american cinema for the next 50 years <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what you mean. It's not like we've been making movies for five-year-olds and marketing them to 50-year-olds for 50 years now. That hasn't been happening. No, no way. (laughs) 50? Coming up on it. 45? Yeah, we're 45 45 from Star Wars. Man, what are they going to do for Star Wars 50? What do you think? What do you... Reboot. I, I would they're gonna remake a new hope fucking yeah. please that'd be so sick let me direct it let me I'll do it <laughs> who do you think they would pick 
Because I feel like this kind of thing would George be... George Lucas. They... <laughs> <laughs> They're I not think, strong enough. I feel like these decisions get made so far in advance sometimes. Mm-hmm. They might look at somebody who who's popular now for some for a project five years from now. I mean... <laughs> I'm looking into my crystal ball. Who are they going to pick to... Closer to the microphone a little bit. My back hurts. Let me lean back for just a sec. The levels in this podcast are so fucked. Nora keeps like going between kind of loud and kind of quiet on my end. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, God, I don't know. I don't know current movie directors. Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao is going to remake. Um, it'll be a Marvel person. <laughs> you think? If it's not a Marvel person, someone in the Marvel pipeline of directs well, that, a... Be, okay, so who who directed Avengers? Joss Whedon. What do, you, what do you mean, who directed Avengers? Yeah, I know, that was... What I mean when I say the Avengers pipeline, or the Marvel pipeline, what I mean is somebody who, right now, today, is putting out a, like... The everything, like everywhere, the pers- all at once, guys. Yeah, the everything, everywhere, all at once, guys, or the fucking EO director... Like, someone who, um... EO? It's that donkey movie. Okay, this is what I mean. What? Is Okay, what Marvel does is they get people who direct... Exactly one indie hit movies, indie movie. <laughs> exactly one hit indie movie that perhaps gets an Academy Award nomination and then gives them $600 million to make a movie. No, I understand this. What are you talking about a donkey <laughs> EO. What is it's, EO? It is the donkey movie that is uh, a hit indie movie right now. I've never fucking heard of this. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a movie about a donkey. <laughs> I know. Like I, Shrek? I know who should get to direct the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's fucking C3PO! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say? Who should direct the Star Wars remake? <laughs> so Anthony Daniels. <laughs> um, uh, it should be uh, the famous director of Star Wars shorts involving action figures. Uh, that is to say Joe Cornish, not the other one. <laughs> that, was, that was a little faint for uh, anyone who actually knows the joke there. Uh, the Adam and Joe show no also idea. did that before the other one. Uh, Before anyway. Robot Chicken. Yes. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I think we're doing Seth it in the 90s. Do- <laughs> um, All I know is that somebody from Robot Chicken did write one of the canon Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, and the main character there shares a surname, I believe, with uh, his D&D character in a recorded Robot Chicken D&D game that Chris Perkins ran. Which was my intro to Dungeons and Dragons. And There's which too is much happening funny... here in this anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many levels so, of Nora occurring. So it was during the fourth edition era. Chris Perkins, who's a guy who works for Wizards of the Coast, ran a bunch of games. He runs the Penny Arcade live shows, for example. Uh-huh. He did a session with a bunch of robot chicken people. And it's it's pretty fun. Uh, I think there's like six players, and he has a big map, big like little miniatures, big whole cave system. Uh, and that, 3PO. That re- that video, that set of videos, 
because I think YouTube only allowed 10 minute videos at, t- at the time. God. Um, was my introduction to knowing what D&D was. <laughs> and Kainuk Sin is his character in that. And then very similar name. I think one of those syllables is changed. Is the protagonist of Force Collector. Which is a Star Wars new canon YA book. Huh. Well, there you go. That was my anecdote. <laughs> He's the guy with the curly hair. Uh, anyway, Joe, I don't know what that means. Joe Corner should make a Star Wars movie. I think he'd do a good job. I don't know who that is. Is that the guy who directed Anna Karenina? No. Is that <laughs> this is the guy who directed Attack of the Block. Oh, yeah. That guy should remake. I mean, he should give him an actual Star Wars movie. This is a remaking New Hope thing is the thing we've made up. Uh, yeah, they but, should they should give that guy a Star Wars movie. But like after Tad the Block, like seven years later, he did this movie, uh, The Kid Who Would Be King, which I haven't seen, but it's like a Arthurian myth modern day about a child in a dump. Uh, I don't know. Uh, about, yeah, about a kid who finds King Arthur's legendary sword Excalibur <gasps> and must use it to... To stop an enchanter from enslaving the world with help from his classmates and bullies from school. Um, the Anna Karunina uh, movie I'm thinking of is directed by Joe Wright. Yes, very different director. He should also direct a Star Wars very movie. Very different. <laughs> yes. But here's my question. Yes. If you were tasked with rebooting Star Wars, where is your first movie set? Is it remaking A New Hope? Or Absolutely not. It's, I'm starting first? from the beginning. of. I'm, I'm going from the start. <laughs> You're you're going back a thousand generations. <laughs> no, I'm going back one generation, but um, <laughs> I'm starting from the prequels. I would I would start from the prequels and I would veer off in interesting directions. I would do like a weird, not quite a rebuild thing, but I would definitely like integrate things into it earlier and take it in weird directions. You Padme would have that knife on Mustafar. <laughs> yeah, you, I do things I, like that, and then I don't even know. I wouldn't have plans for the original trilogy. I would see. I know what I would do if I was remaking the prequels and I was like pulling on all the threads I find interesting but below the surface. Um, and I, would, I don't think I would go in with a plan for the original trilogy. I would just see, you know, you'd have to see what the ch- where the changes take you as you go through each one. I would, I would take the prequel trilogy and Clone Wars as canon and ignore everything else. <laughs> no, I want to <laughs> restart. The- I want to make like Padme a weird separatist. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would swap yeah. the twins just for fun. Oh, that would be cool. Have Leia on Tatooine and Luke on... Uh, I was about to say Andor. Alderaan. Alderaan. <laughs> Identification. Comedy is when you talk fast. Yeah. And comedy is when you uh, mumble. And repeat words. Yeah. Pretty bored-looking stormtrooper. <laughs> I know he's wearing a mask, but he looks bored somehow. What an insane library! I didn't realize there was a police brutality segment. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna pop your arms off, dude. <laughs> it's a boombox, dude. It's a boombox that somebody put like panels on. It's um it's the mind eraser or whatever. Oh, this is the mind evaporator. Are you ready for Stink Floyd? I'm ready for I'm always ready for Stink Floyd. This is repeating a bit. This yeah. is this is you just saying the joke from last year. Yeah. What do you want from me? I love Monty Python. So much of the holiday special is about watching people watch other things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just to remind you that you could be watching other things. <laughs> you couldn't. It's the fucking 70s. <laughs> <laughs> There's three channels. And the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this <laughs> the evening. So Hulk will not be presented this evening. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take this Stink Floyd as an opportunity to use the restroom real quick. I will be back shortly. Mostly because I don't like Stink Floyd very much. That's okay. Jackson and I will uh, figure out the new Star Wars, the export Star Wars. Okay. Okay. So. Present me your findings. We're re. No, let's remake Star Wars. Okay. We're doing it. Yeah. Um. So we open on a spaceship running away from another spaceship. Um, probably that's probably how I'll do it, and my brain goes like, "Do I want to do something clever? Do I want to be like a bit of an asshole about it?" And I think, "No, I think I'll just be in space." <laughs> yeah, you, you pan down from the crawl to space. <laughs> Did you know the original opening of the Last Jedi was meant to be really clever and annoying? In what way? You know, Finn's in that back to tank. Uh huh. It was meant to pan up and reveal the Starfield was Finn in the back to tank, like. In a void. Huh. And he, he, in the director's commentary, he goes, that was a bad idea. You, you just do it properly. But that's why the opening shot of uh, The Last Jedi just kind of doesn't lead into any scene. <laughs> it just establishes a thing and then cuts. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <sighs> Star Wars. I think it would be interesting if the if the opening was like mirroring A New Hope in that it was like a separatist ship and like uh, Padme is a separatist on the run from the Republic because the Republic has the same shape cruiser as the Star Destroyer. That could be kind of fun. That could be fun. 
the hmm, problem is the separatist is the bad guy. Like I think I might start on Tatooine, um, with Anakin. Okay, yeah. I don't like all I know is that my idea of what to do with the new Star Wars wouldn't be six movies. Sure. Like I feel like if you're gonna redo Star Wars from the ground up, you just give it to whoever makes Naruto. Give it to Studio Para and be like, you got 500 episodes, go. <laughs> and they just do it. I wouldn't want that. I would never be able to watch it. Uh, no, it'd be insanely mid, but I think that's what it deserves. <laughs> what if you had to do a rebuild of Star Wars? If I had to make like big, sweeping, interesting thematic changes? You like pick a, a point of divergence in the story... To like pivot. I mean, it's got to be the end of the prequels, right? Like, Anakin doesn't get doesn't turn. Yeah, Anakin doesn't turn, or Anakin gets killed, or Palpatine gets killed. Like, that's the point where like the status quo radically shifts, right? That's the point where you can make the yeah. big change. <clears throat> what uh, if your What if your point of divergence is that Ahsoka matters to the like larger? fabric ah, that's insane it would never work <laughs> what if you were playing ahsoka or you'd created ahsoka and you watched a movie and you found out she was dead <laughs> <laughs> what if ahsoka is on tattooing instead of ben what what does that change what <laughs> now think about it i mean ahsoka i don't Obi-Wan is so ready to turn this child into a gun and I don't know that Ahsoka is ready to do that, but I think she would still do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she says all the stuff about not wanting to do the... She's still, like, very much upholding all of the Jedi things. Yeah, I haven't seen Rebels, so I don't know too much about her, like, actually post-Clone Wars. I only know her Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know the Rebel stuff, but in terms of, like... Post movies. Mm-hmm. This is the problem: is that every Jedi you meet after the fall of the Jedi Order, Luke and um, Ahsoka and Cal Kestis. Yeah, so many of those Jedi. I guess I'm just thinking of Ahsoka and Luke. Are like, wow, the Jedi Order had so many problems. Time to recreate the Jedi <laughs> Order exactly as it was. <laughs> Not exactly. Luke's Jedi Order wasn't on Coruscant. Maybe it should have been. <laughs> I don't think that would have changed much. Well. I think Kylo Ren still would have betrayed him. What's that guy's name? Ben. Ben Skywalker. Ben Solo. Ben Skywalker's from Legends. Ben Solo? How long? Not as long as he'd like. <laughs> I'm Solo. I'm Ben Solo. I don't think Ben Skywalker ever matters, though. Because, like, the Solo twins are young adults by the time of the Yuz and Vong. I think Ben <laughs> Skywalker is still too young to, like, be relevant to any of the stories. Wait, did Luke and Leia both name their child Ben? No. Who's Ben Skywalker, then? The, the different continuities. Luke and Mara Jade. Luke names his so kid you're... Ben in Legends, but yes. Leia names you're her kid Jason. Ben. 
Oh. Jason and Jaina Solo are the Solo twins. There's, okay. there's no, Solo, the there's third no continuity where there's a Ben Skywalker and Ben Solo running around at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were... I, I forgot that the kid in, in Legends is named Jason. Yeah. In unrelated news, this movie can... is still happening, but I don't care. <laughs> not to be confused with the other Jason with a C, who is uh, a different Star Wars new canon character with green hair. Wait, they they can't do... Jason Solo is the one that no one ever stops going on about. They probably shouldn't have done yeah. that. Yeah, we, well, they did. We really gotta read those New Jedi Order books. Yeah! <laughs> Me and Nora have that on the plate one day. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna also, for a second, I thought you said High Republic, and I was like, yeah! No! <laughs> no! Oh, you know what? Not the Nihil, whatever not. they're called? The Nihil. <sighs> With Wet Bub. Remember Wet Bob? That's genuinely the worst book I've ever read. I would read Splinter of the Mind's Eye twice before I read one more page of that book. Wet Bob was a Gungan hacker whose nickname was Wet Bob because he would come back from missions covered in blood. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Wet Bob! <laughs> Glup <Shitto. laughs> Oh, hey. The animated part's happening. This part you can watch on Disney+. Plus. Wait, they put just this part up? Yep. yep. It's a fucking bullshit. It's called like the Tale of the Faithful Wookiee. Or something. The animation on this is unhinged. <laughs> Can you imagine if Star Wars pivoted to having like a long running cartoon that looked like this instead of more movies? Or this instead of Ewoks? Sure. I, mean, I guess. Oh, wild Luke! <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your face? <laughs> but imagine this is some wand of Gamelon shit. <laughs> but what if Star Wars had pivoted to being like one of those He-Man type like cartoons that gets keeps getting remade uh-huh. rather than like a film series? Mm. This is like four months before Gundam S. <laughs> so you're saying it was a real step back when Gundam starts. <laughs> I'm saying what Japan was doing with television cartoons, crazy. <laughs> and I understand a lot of that innovation was like Tezuka was really fucking good at making people do way too much work. That's like why anime is so good and efficient and co- like cost effective is labor abuse. But damn, <laughs> what's wrong with well, his thankfully, face? Thankfully, Hayao Miyazaki started a union at uh, Nippon Animation or whatever it was, and then anim- anime was never. Well, it's a good thing that uh, Miyazaki never ever asked his animators to do anything <laughs> shitty in the years where he was a boss. <laughs> yeah. Do you would? I don't know anything about Star Trek the animated series. Does it look better than this? Slightly. It looks less than this. By which I mean, like, there is like stuff moving and, and waving around in every single frame of this. In a way that's just not true for the animated series. This looks like some of those comics you tried to give me to read. This does not look like Mobius <laughs> comics, jackass. <laughs> I see. Oh, there's a lot means. of like, mechanical drawing. And... Nora's wrong, but I see. I see. I see what you mean. I mean, Star Wars is always ripping off Are you Mobius comics. That Luke here does not look like somebody from 2000 AD. No! I think this looks like a comic from 2000 AD. It's got the weird faces. 
can't stand you. <laughs> if this was in black and white and not moving. This is so much for so much more for children than like anything that's coming out from 2000 AD or heavy metal. But that's just because they're not. There's that gun. The... Whatever. You go back into the pizza. <laughs> What's that thing called? Boba Fett. Bo- Boba Fett. <laughs> no, the, the the gun that he gets in Mandalorian that fucking vaporizes people. Is it Why would I know what that's called? I wasn't asking you. I was asking the Star Wars That's not a disruptor, that, to my left. Is it? That's a disruptor. Those are illegal. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, me and Nora had a disruptors versus phases <laughs> argument the whole other day. <laughs> because the fucking... Well, this is an ambin phase pulse blaster. Oh, okay. Oh, it's was... a type of disruptor. What was your conversation about disruptors the other day? Because disruptors in Star Trek are like blasters in Star Wars. But disruptors in Star Wars are closer to phasers Star Trek. How are they closer to phasers? Phasers are like unbroken people. lines. They're like yes. lasers, oh, okay. that are energy beams. Like Disruptors okay. are more like you know, energy bolts in Star Wars, Star Trek. I see what you're saying. But yeah, why are disruptors illegal? Because they disintegrate people. Yeah, How is that the, different from shooting them? This is, this is my thing. They, I was like, I don't think guns are. Li- Do you think the fucking Empire has open carry laws? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think it's the uh, old West. I think if you watch Rise of Skywalker, you will learn that uh, open carry laws are very important fabric of the galactic community. <laughs> Because <laughs> like Thank everyone, God has... we all had our guns so we could overthrow the empire. <laughs> everyone has guns in a um, Mos Eisley, but that's because you know it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Or okay. When fired upon a biological target, the victim was disintegrated atom by atom, resulting in a slow, painful death. After T seven disruptors were used against the Lasant during the fall of their homeworld, the weapons were banned by the Imperial Senate. The Imperial Senate, not the Republic. Hmm. What does uh, it mean for weapons to be banned? They're all... That is such a stupid detail. Like, what is the Imperial law even like? It means that to get it in the show, they have to talk to a, a shifty Deveronian weapons dealer. Yeah, but where would they get blasters? They're, they're fucking rebels. How do they get anything? You could watch Andor to learn these things, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andor does not imply that, like, the AKs they have, right? Oh, you can just fucking buy them from the Empire. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me click Legends on Disruptor. Okay, please. Because that might be a detail that was carried over from old canon without the context. A Disruptor was a particularly powerful type of energy weapon, preferred by assassins and bounty hunters, similar to blasters in many ways, such as the use of blaster gas and energy cell. Uh, they were illegal on many planets, and in many places, merely possessing one would earn an instant death sentence. Having a disruptor on you. Yes. We just missed uh, Boba Fett's ludicrous extending right arm there, I just wanted to say. <laughs> Lumpy's so scared of Darth Vader. 
On a basic level, a disruptor worked by using large quantities of blaster gas. I, I asked you before we started, at what what's the timestamp on when we start reading random pages on Wikipedia? The answer was 57 minutes, I guess. Lumpy's watching an animated special about people he knows. That's correct, yes. Yeah. I feel like before this, they tried really hard to, like... This is the entertainment of Star Wars. They watch terrible cooking shows and they watch Cirque du Soleil holograms. But now he's watching his own, like, people he knows have canonic. I don't. Something's happening to reality, Lumpy. <laughs> when I was um, Lumpy's age, I remember going to, like, cartoonnetwork.com and you could, like, play games there, right? Like, little flash games. And they had a button in the corner that said, like, adults watching or whatever or adults looking and you could press that button and it would make it look like you were doing math problems or something yeah basically huh that's what lumpy has <laughs> he's well, got the he's watching the darth vader cartoons and he presses the adults are coming button and it's like oh i'm just doing my math problem a disruptor's internal components were quite different from a blaster's though the blaster gas used to generate the beam underwent a considerably different transformation that tra- that formed the disruptor beam the resultant blast was short-ranged, unstable, less cohesive, and extraordinarily powerful. Disruptor beams generated by these weapons differed from that of a standard blaster. They created an energy wave consisting of a disruptive, non-harmonic energy pulse that excited the target's molecules to the point that it destroyed the bonds that held their constituent atoms together, comma, painfully. <laughs> <laughs> In simple terms, if disruptor weapons... Used extremely what high amounts of unstable blaster face? energy, enough to obliterate matter on a higher scale than normal blasters. A shot from a disruptor rifle could do Why this Han in Solo less than a full second, eyes? vaporizing a being almost instantly. Uh, it was disintegrating a human target, turning it into a pile of ash. Even capable of damaging starship hulls. So, that's why they're illegal. My questions about the illegality of disruptors had less to do with the construction of disruptors <laughs> themselves in the universe and more to do with what it means for something to be illegal in the imperial <laughs> state that bans everything. Bounty hunters like Boba Fett used disruptors on assassination missions. Um, the first mention is in Han Solo at Star's End, so if we want to find out, we might... Be able to read this uh, old Han Solo book and see if they. What is going on with Han Solo's face <laughs> in this cartoon? <laughs> so the 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 accepted wisdom is that this cartoon is one of the only good parts. I think so. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think, like, they just had a better version of the animation somewhere that they put up on Disney Plus. And they and that's the reason they only put that part up. And yeah, is that they don't have like good. They don't, they have, don't a have a nice f- copy. Yeah. They don't oh, you mean nice if they had this in HD, we'd be seeing beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I wish they'd film this on film, and we could get a nice 4K. <laughs> 4K Star Wars Holiday Special transfer. Yeah. This couldn't be any <gasps> more on tape if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> when will Criterion do the Star Wars Holiday Special? He fucked that toy up. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. I haven't Stairs. looked at the screen in like 20 minutes. What's going on? 
You're not watching the movie? I, I was reading about disruptors. I'm watching this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you may recall, yes, the they... Imperials have come to Mala's house to try and find out anything about Chewie. Yeah. Um, and They're not here yet. While they were here, Lumpy just started watching cartoons. That I do remember. I'm trying to remember if there's any more segments. There have to there be. There is the one. There's yes. like 30 minutes left. Oh, I thought they were about. Han was about to get here, but I guess we're only. An hour no, in. there's 30 minutes left, Mike. Be Arthur has still not shown up. Right. The Arthur still has not shown up. I was thinking of the instruction booklet one. We still haven't seen a, a truly coked out uh, Carrie Fisher. We've seen a lightly a coked bit. out Carrie Fisher, but. Um... Look at this kid. They tore his Grogu apart. That's not a Grogu. That's, that's a Bantha. That's a Bantha Grogu. It's not a Bantha Grogu. It's just a Bantha. A Grogu is a cute little guy that you hold. That's not true. That's still no, the definition. That's impossible. Contested, <laughs> contested definition. I still haven't gotten you a Christmas gift. I can show you some things I want. I might get you that book I was talking about and then just like a little Grogu plush. I wouldn't want a plush. Would you want a Grogu figure? Perhaps a statue, a bust. You're saying you want <laughs> a, a bust of Grogu? It's <laughs> like a foot tall. <laughs> Sorry, you want bust. a fucking nice quality display Grogu statue more than you want a Grogu plush? Are you serious? Yeah, right I don't. Now. I don't really do. Pl- I don't really do plushes. Plushes, you can hold them. You can like throw them around. You can hit. With what them. if I go? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I could I could sick my attack Grogu on you, I suppose. What if I got you like a pillow? Like we have our little Nendo pillows of the Ruby characters. What if I got you something like that with Grogu's face on it? Like nah. a I don't do the plushy thing like you. I know, but I'm just saying, like, oh, this is just a pillow that looks like Grogu. You use pillows. I guess I do use pillows. <laughs> We should really learn about this uh, device, though. This is the guy that was in drag earlier, right? Yes. Technology connections in the 70s was crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? <laughs> I think this is my least favorite segment. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess I more actively dislike Jefferson Starship, but I just think this is a stupid waste of my time. <laughs> Do you have some kind of problem with Jefferson Starship? I just don't like that song. Okay. <laughs> Lumpy's having a hell of a time, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
What the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) He's YouTube pooping. So a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. 601. (laughs) Nora and I were watching... um, Nora and I were watching Germa Watch baby sensory videos Mm -hmm. which are just like weird shapes and colors and numbers happening that you can counting counting that you can put in front of your like infant to keep them like ensorcelled yeah (laughs) hypnotized for a time um and and germa germa and us found them incredibly unpleasant to watch this feels like it has uh the energy of those was it baby stimulation baby what were they called infant sensory videos right this is just is this guy okay i think he's a robot someone should help him I can't believe Lumpy's going to watch a man die. That was his, but that man was his instruction booklet. Why did they put that in with the? How did he watch it? What does he watch it? Like was he watching a disc that came with his thing? Yes. So that they deliberately send out this clip of this man dying that doesn't teach you completely how to use whatever the fuck Lumpy got for Christmas for Life Day. Sorry. And it was a fucking transmitter. Well, he's, he's figured it out. What? This is such an insane this intro. Is such I a love weird it so gimmick. much. <laughs> all the all Imperial soldiers have to watch this to feel better about how cool it is to be an Imperial and not a wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> Look at all these fucking Don't... alien freaks. <laughs> Look at all this archival footage from A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even use all these shots. Who's that guy? He's he's kind of funky. I think so much is jizz happening. Figrin Dan. <laughs> Sorry, what did you just say? Figrin Dan. What the fuck are you talking about? Figrin Dan. <laughs> what the fuck is Merlin doing here? Figrin Dan. The rocking frontman for the all-bith band The Modal Nodes. The Modal Nodes? The Modal Nodes. That's who's playing at the cantina. The Modal Nodes. I think they play at Jabba's thing.
Like, seeing seeing this clip now that I've seen a single episode of the Golden Girls <laughs> is way different. <laughs> I don't. I barely remember her being in that episode, though. Oh, I just see her as this character from Golden Girls now, <laughs> and I didn't recognize her before. The thing I said on that episode of Pop Town about how. Every drag queen I know talks like B. Arthur. Um, mm-hmm. Still true. <laughs> still true in this clip. Or in this segment. She just patted that guy's eye. That's true. That is where the Thorian's eyes are. Anyway, yes. Figrin Dan is the is the front man of the modal nodes. Oh, he's a funky motherfucker. Yeah. Bigger and Dan. What? <laughs> Is it so unbelievable? What I would know. The, the most club shit out <laughs> ever. No, it's not. It's Bigger and Dan. You can't just repeat it like it's not the most club shit I think ever. Is Bigger and Dan even canon? R I N D apostrophe A N. Bigger and Dan. Bigger and Dan is supposedly canon. I was like, where did they like? <laughs> None of their appearances are canon. I'm like looking at their sources. All the sources are from old. Th- okay, they're, they're, I guess they're in some Galaxy's Edge stuff, which is supposedly canon. I hate that that's canon. I hate everything about What's Disney- Galaxy's Edge. The theme park. Theme park. Ah. And I know this is a thing with Disney parks, which I've learned from watching Disney Park YouTube, which I find deeply fascinating. Um, it's like they really care about making the law of Disney parks like matter seriously. Uh, which makes Skaka's Edge really funny because they really went in on making it a First Order thing. <laughs> which, like, lol. 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 Um, They're never going to go back to the sequel trilogy. Never. They never. will go another they 50 years. Huh? They say they're doing it. They won't. No, they'll they go past it. But, like, yeah. eventually they'll go past it, but they're never going back to, like, Poe Dameron, right? <laughs> like, Yeah. Well... What I, I'm really excited for in 10 years, the way that, like, the prequel trilogy was hated and then people our age um, are like, oh, the prequel trilogy is good, actually, and have resuscitated the cultural reputation of the prequel trilogy. I hope that happens with the sequels. I hope that, I hope that Zoomers are totally unhinged. What's the hook there? It won't be Zoomers, it'll be Alphas. What the fuck does that yeah. mean? <laughs> That's the generation younger than Zoomers. No, it's yeah. the Alphas. Yeah, the alphas. Are you kidding me? We're gonna have people to go. Oh, the alphas. I'm not. I'm not ready for that. I'm not, I don't accept. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, uh, you're not ready for a new world of alphas. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll come up because go back zoomers. and rename it. Whoever does this shit, don't call it alphas. <laughs> well, because it's it's really Gen Z. Yeah, I understand. Um, and then like, Zoomer is sort of a fun nickname, so yes. maybe they'll come up with a fun nickname that we'll all Elf. say for Al- like Elfs. Yeah. yeah. Is the next one Generation Alpha? Uh huh. Why? Alpha is after Z. Because then after that it's Beta. They'll go through the Greek alphabet next. What? Supposedly. You could okay. They have to do it. Uh-huh. They have to mean something. The names have to mean something. You can't. I don't think you can preemptively name them. Like, Gen X was not coined 10 years before Gen X was a thing. <laughs> right. And, like, technically, like, Millennial is Gen Y, 
But no one calls it that, you know. Um, well, okay. Generation Alpha or Gen Alpha is the Western demographic cohort succeeding Generation Z. Researchers of popular media use the early to mid 2010s as starting birth years and mid 2020s as ending birth years. Uh, We're not even in the mid 2020s yet. I hate I hate all this. I, I like generational analysis can be interesting when you apply it like as a lens, but the way this has all been sorted out ahead of time, I find it all. I'm like this is so transparently marketing we're all going to be fighting over generations forever as opposed to actually doing anything about the world (laughs) yeah it's it can be fun to talk about like oh 70 cinema was like this and 80 cinema was like that terrible this bit's still going but uh oh right i remember where this is going forever apparently did we talk did, did we talk about her pouring a drink into that guy's head at all? No, he <laughs> no. poured it into his own head. Oh, right. You fool. But we did watch it happen. Oh, that's a bad... Is... Oh, what's that's a bad Rodian mark when he like looked up and revealed his chin? <laughs> what up, Lean It Gilo? Lean It Gilo? Is that his feet? <laughs> Lean It Gilo is a Rodian character from a Star Wars actual play that Nora and I listened to. Yeah, campaign. It was a really fun uh, actual play. More people should listen to campaign. It used to be a Star Wars thing. Now it's like a Sky Pirate thing, and Cat Cool doesn't run it anymore. But Mm -hmm. the Star Wars stuff was really good. Yeah. That was pre-Force Awakens. Yeah. Different time. Yeah. It was post-buyout, pre-new Star Wars movies. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember the episode coming out right before um, Force Awakens, and in the intro, she's like, Musical number! I can't believe that there's a new Star Wars coming out. Musical number. Again. Yeah, but I like this one. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jackson? I I wasn't prepared for the author just to start seeing an actual song like this is a real musical. <laughs> about how they're going to keep the bar open even though the Imperials closed it down. Don't forget that this is um Imperial programming. Imperial propaganda that's unrehearsed and unedited. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, that's the context. What the fuck's happening? I feel like <laughs> cohesion, cause and effect, the Kuleshov effect or whatever has disappeared. Uh-huh. Images no longer relate to each other. <laughs> there is no meaning created in the gap anymore. You're flow walking, Jackson. You're flow walking. I'm what? You've become one with the force. I- I'm whating? Flow walking. Oh, flow walking. That's the rat from Princess Bride. <laughs> What's flow walking again? It's where you. Yeah, Go into the forest to view the past and future. Where do I remember it? Is that from the Mortis arc? No, that's post-New Jedi Order stuff. 
Oh, that's like okay, that's really stupid that's, legend stuff. That's like eleventh hour Star Wars shit. Star Wars Legacy. Mm-hmm. Flow walking was a rare forced power used used by Ang T monks. It was taught to Jason Solo by the Ang T, allowing him to view the past and the future. When one used flow walking, they could alter the past and thereby change the course of the future. The power was used with great caution, but had very few limitations on it. <laughs> oh, so I bet the authors got up to some fucking nonsense with this. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, I think that'll be fun. I think I heard that at some point Jason Solo like watches Anakin's fall or something. That'd be Some- fun. They should have done that. And I'm still mad that in Rise of Skywalker, a terrible movie, when when a vision of a dead person appears to Ben Solo at his moment of crisis, that it's his dad and not Anakin Skywalker. Because I feel like... It would have been so much better if it was fucking Hayden Christensen. If it was Hayden Christensen so cool. saying like, I mean, I've been there, mate. Uh, I'm I'm also lame. Like I'm fucking lame. You've idolized me. I'm. La- it was right there. Like it wouldn't have been a good decision in the movie they made. But bringing in Hayden so that you know Kylo Ren could see the reality of Darth Vader that is to say a scared boy Seeing is so modern easy. Modern Hayden Hayden Christensen with some like old guy makeup. Mm-hmm. Some like, bald. Not even mm-hmm. old guy makeup. Just, just put him in. Just, just have Hayden as he is now. Show up. It's a vision. Whatever. The, the here's the thing. The song's still going. Is that is that that Obi Wan series was terrible, right? Yes. But Hayden was trying, and he I wasn't can, given very many lines. He wasn't given very many lines, but he cares, and he was trying. And I cannot say that for Harrison Ford in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want Hayden to talk to obi-wan there's nothing to say like that's done that book is closed everything that they could say was already implied it, yes it's the most like that series i haven't seen it but like i i see how it fucking sucks and i'm like i bet the scripts are bad or whatever but every few years disney decides that darth vader's line a presence i have not felt since means a different event yeah <laughs> it's it, it it actively ruins the like, um, the it, moment where they meet on the Death Star. It doesn't ruin it, but it undermines it a little. It undermines it because nothing nothing changes. They have this big confrontation in that show, but they still they both end up at the same place that they were at the beginning of the show because you, you know already they... have Obi Wan didn't kill Anakin on Mustafar. Now he's back as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Now you have Obi Wan also didn't kill Anakin on a barren moon right (laughs) but also anakin didn't kill obi-wan on a barren moon (laughs) well obi-wan won that fight well yeah but obi-wan got chumped out the first time yeah obi-wan got his shit rocked (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter doesn't matter bye b I sometimes get that song stuck in my head. I'll just be like, just... What's that from? Oh, right. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Because you watch it every year. <laughs> After this, I don't have to watch this again. Uh, we'll see. We only have so many friends. <laughs> <laughs> Someday there's going to be some fucking repeats. <laughs> We've got next year and year 10 locked in, but that's all. Who knows what two years from now is? 
It could just be the two of us again. <clears throat> we have more friends than that. <laughs> One of these times, it's just going to be us, like... I don't know. We could we could get real weird with it. <laughs> we have every year for the rest of our lives ahead of us. We could, like, do some experimental podcasting shit. <laughs> you say we could come up with a gimmick besides just watching this and getting distracted? Yeah, we could have this going the whole time, every time. <laughs> that sets the bound of, like, the length of it, you know. We could start layering in the audio from the Star Wars Holiday Special over any podcast we want to do. <laughs> Just in the background, as we're talking about, I don't know, TMNT or whatever, you can hear... Stairs. Lumpy is in Run mortal Lumpy. danger. Oh. You're about to get fucking iced, dude. <laughs> I'm just glad that we saw Lumpy on these rails earlier so we know they're nice and secure. Huh. Han, why didn't you just shoot him? <laughs> Uh, because this, this television special does not have the budget for laser effects. <laughs> you, you know what? That's you're right about yeah. one thing, Master. <laughs> and they didn't want to have Han Solo kill somebody on Life Day. Yeah, fair. So instead, he fakes him out and makes the stormtrooper accidentally jump off the fucking tree. But also, that's your front yard. There's a dead stormtrooper in your front yard. <laughs> Don't worry about it. The Falcon. Lumpy's canon. Yeah. Is Mala canon? I don't remember. Well, I guess Legend's canon. <laughs> I should have gone now. But I assume Lumpy... No, I think Lumpy is still canon. Fuck yes! Um, Lumpawaru... Lumpawaru has a canon page and a Legends page. This article is about the Wookiee who was nicknamed Waru. Cowards! You may be looking for the trans-dimensional blob known as Waru. W-A-R-U. Fuck yes, Lumpy shows up in the books! Lumpy's in the New Jedi Order books! <laughs> oh yeah. Good, good, well, good, there's good. there's also, there's also, um, Lobaka, which is different. Who the fuck is Lobaka? Lobaka is a different Wookiee who is a Jedi. Yeah. She, um, Jaina Solo is is besties with Lobaka. That's fine. Lobaka, or Loey, was a Wookiee Jedi Knight during the Yuuzhan Vong War. He had a bronze lightsaber. I like that one, um, youngling in, um... Clone Wars that gets kind of like the he's a Wookiee and he gets like the wooden handle on his lightsaber. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, okay, Lumpy is can Lumpy is in the fucking aftermath trilogy. Okay, so everyone knows Lumpy real. Lumpy real. This is so horny. <laughs> is it? These Wookiees are gonna kiss on television on Christmas Day in seventeen seventy eight. Do it! Do it! Don't 
Don't cover it with your hand, you cowards. Oh, boo. Fuck off. Fuck off. Losers. Autumn, we've seen this three <laughs> other times. Well, I don't remember shit. Chewbacca is going to commit some murders now. Oh, the handheld's back. Handheld shots. <laughs> <laughs> so did Lumpy use the transmitter to tell them to go back to base? Uh, oh shit, we killed a cop. Oh fuck, shit, we killed a cop. Oh, <laughs> Imagine if the government hijacked your TV to say, hey, Officer Barney, <laughs> fucking call the base. <laughs> Before 7 Eleven. The hills of Kashyyyk. Does Kashyyyk have hills? Kazook, please. It's kind of irrelevant because they live in the trees. Also, if they're going to send a search party, they're going to find dude dead right outside. Well, they're searching in the hills. Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. (laughs) Keep up. Oh, celebration. Like the Star Wars celebration, like the event, like the convention. Yeah, I'm always celebrating Star Wars. It's literally called Star Wars celebration. We know. Nara. I know. I understood. <laughs> you didn't give any indication that you knew what I was We knew about. exactly what you were talking about the whole I knew time. I didn't have a joke to follow up, so I just kind of just said, yep. <laughs> yeah. so it's a yes and not a yes <laughs> sorry yeah, but, our, but I... our, our entire beings have been worn down by watching 90 minutes of the Star Wars holiday special um actually it's only been 88 minutes <laughs> shut the fuck shut up shut the fuck up and change yeah 88 minutes and 45 seconds is so different from 90 minutes alright we got our little candles or whatever. And now we're just going to fade to black and the show's going to end. Right? Yeah. I, I know. I know what's happening. <laughs> I don't actually know what's about to happen. I know that there's 10 minutes left, but I don't know what's about to happen. Well, there's someone we haven't heard from yet. Is that? Mm-hmm. We've heard from everyone. They did not get Alec Guinness for this, so... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine... That would be great. I wish it was George. He goes, I'm like, hello. It's not George voice. I got that. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, But well, uh, first we have to have Bohemian Rhapsody is happening. Bohemian Rhapsody is happening. And also the Wookiees are diminishing and going into the West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, they've opened the far plane. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> I always forget about the Wookiees doing the seventh seal dance. <laughs> <into> the- <laughs> 
and then blowing up, I guess. <laughs> One more commercial break, and then... That seemed like Carrie the ending Fisher to me. Time. I think we're done. There was not enough Carrie Fisher in this. Yeah. We we gotta check in from lightly coked out Carrie Fisher, but now we have to find out what's going on with heavily coked out Carrie Fisher. It's the second time you've made that joke. Um, and, I know. And now I need to... <laughs> I, I just, like... I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> I don't know if You're I'm going to recognize, like, ooh. Because I know she was cooked out during this period, but I don't, I don't notice it in Empire Strikes Back. She's just doing some acting. Um, whereas I imagine oh, there's there less restraints put on the appearance of uh, the Star Wars holiday special. Has anyone asked Anthony Daniels about the holiday special? I want people to ask him about that fucking um, Christmas album. Oh, Archer D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Archer D2, we love you. It's true. That's so true. <laughs> is that the intro music for this podcast? I think it usually is. Yeah. Oh, everyone oh, he's is back to wearing his farm boy white tunic. Carrie looks like she's gonna fucking jump Chewbacca. I'm sorry. That's the horniest look anyone's ever given Chewbacca in these movies. <laughs> and now she's reading on a cue card. <laughs> she really is. Anybody know any Star Wars holiday specials that feature the Tree of Life? (laughs) (laughs) The Uh, Lego Star Wars holiday special is pretty fun. It takes place post The Rise of Skywalker. Is it the only thing to take place post The Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Unless you count the wills. I don't, I don't count. In fact, I resent the existence of that will story. The one that's like doing shit posts, meta stuff take the goddamn will seriously like george would <laughs> they're important <laughs> if it weren't for their journals you wouldn't know about luke exactly they kind of added lyrics to the star wars theme but not really not really not as much as they added lyrics to the cantina song they didn't really try that hard they tried a little bit Ooh, Carrie, you're not you're not hitting this very well. <laughs> she's like a child star. She's a trained singer. She's not trying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I know I've heard Carrie Fisher sing before. It's been fine in the past. I just like ooh. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a uh, one take, and I'm not practicing beforehand. <laughs> not even gonna do a little vocal warm up. Just gonna kind of. She really does look like she's gonna fuck Chewbacca after this. (laughs) Well, that guy's gonna fuck Chewbacca's wife. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Oh, right, we're at the part where YouTube cuts out the music. At least no one's doing a Lenny Riefenstahl reference in this one. (laughs) It is kind of fucked up that the, uh, you know, the most important blockbuster... Uh, in history, begins uh, with the slave lineup uh, and ends with the uh, Lenny Riefenstahl reference. Yeah, Chewbacca just remembering a New Hope real quick for you. 
Hey, look, the Jarek. <laughs> Are there supposed to be like title cards for these characters? No. No. Just like remember We're Star Wars. We're just seeing some clips. Yeah. Look at this. Remember look, Star Wars? Look at this Millennium Falcon set. Definitely not the one we were just in. <laughs> we're going to watch that on Sunday. What do you watch on Sunday? Star, Star Wars. Oh, you watch Christmas actual Star Wars on Christmas, yeah. Which version you which, watch? Are we, what, yeah, which version are we watching? Last year we watched McClunky. McClunky. Right, the McClunky edit. The, Before the, that, we watched the despecialized, and I fell asleep during it, and I don't remember the differences very well. <laughs> you get the 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 four K seventy seven is the one I I watch, which is basically like the despecialized, but it's not a weird edit. Um, that one's like an upscan. Okay. So the, the despecialized one is like an edit of all sources. The four K seventy seven one is like a scan of a specific couple of reels, so it's more imperfect. But it's a rev- the imperfections are on the film that had lived forty years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, and so. Uh, that's the one I went with. Okay. Um, I do like when he says McClunky. But you, you could, I guess, watch the one with all the terrible shit added in. <laughs> There's no bad version of A New Hope. Yeah. I guess that's true. I it's guess just, it is it's a Star fun, Wars. fun movie. Star Wars. I really want to I really want to watch Empire and I'm kind of like 50/50 on watching Jedi. There's there's many bad versions of Empire. <laughs> there's many bad versions of Jedi. Um yeah, cuz Empire's not a great movie. That's right. Uh, Star Wars takes I've, I've become like the one person in our friend group that likes Empire Strikes Back a lot. That's a crazy thing to say. Like... Oh, I'm the one person that likes Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> right, right. It's just like sometimes I'm like, oh, I get so defensive because I like uh, Empire Strikes Back and a bunch of my friends don't. And then I remember it's the fucking Empire Strikes Back. I don't need to be defensive about this. The thing this. is, <laughs> is that every single EU thing is trying to be Empire. Yes. So you just like Star Wars. Yeah, specifically I... The thing is that I specifically like the Dagobah stuff, and I like all well, the yeah. loot stuff in Return of the Jedi. Um, okay, we don't actually disagree then, because that stuff, the good stuff, and then you have the Han and Leia stuff, which is unwatchable, uh, and you have uh, all the other stuff, which is like mid in Return of the Jedi, at least. It's not as... The, the worst stuff in the original I, trilogy is absolutely the Han and Leia plotline in uh, Empire to me. I think I think the Han and Leia stuff in Empire is like serviceable and i think in jedi it's unwatchably bad oh i think i i in a, in empire i'm like it's nailed on trouble to me just this weird it's because he's like being this weird like pushy creepy guy coming onto her which is like half of all hollywood romances like i understand mm-hmm. uh that on some level but the part where it's like the next 40 years of culture are people trying to rewrite the romance in that movie People think it's the right. coolest thing that's ever happened, and I find it like skin crawling. I hate it. He's so yeah, he's so weird to her. He's so pushy. It's like played as romantic, and I'm like, it's not. It's not. He's, he, I hate it. The idea that it's seen as romantic is like no. It's just George and his buddies trying to make a like 40s and 50s Hollywood movie, um, and just falling short. Um, and unfortunately, it is the most influential movie ever. Yeah, and I mean, like, um, some of them are also bad in the same way. But some of them are really good. Like, what if, what's the one I was thinking of? Uh, there's one that has a similar thing. It's like, you know, one of those romantic comedies. It's very famous from the 40s. What's it called? Uh, it Happened One uh, Night. Yeah. Uh, that's a bad movie. 
Um, but it's doing a similar thing with this like weird forced couple that sucks. Mm. Um, so it's like in the culture to do this kind of bad romance. Uh, but I, I just don't think that it's a bad example. Of it. I don't know. I don't, I don't like that stuff in Empire. Though I obviously, obviously, I like Luke and Dagobah and go him going to fight uh, Darth Vader. That's all. That's all classic cinema. I understand. I'm not here to How like. How do you feel about the Cloud City parts? Fine, whatever. I guess here's my thing: is that you know what? Maybe we'll just end the podcast if there's going to be so many fucking noises on the street. Heard you talking about Star Wars. I just, I just like all the like. <clears throat> shitty culturally appropriative like um jedi spiritualism stuff i always find that so interesting and then like e- the the stuff that gets replicated in culture forever is um you know oh isn't it cool when there's a bounty hunter <laughs> but when star wars does like more unique like star wars uh uh spiritualism like the Mortis Arc, for example, you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's because the Mortis Arc is stupid. <laughs> I mean, I still haven't recovered from learning 20 years ago that uh, Jedi become ghosts not because that's how the force works and it is the oneness of all things but because qui-gon's learned how to do it <laughs> like it's a thing it's like a thing you can learn george is so stupid sometimes i love him so much <laughs> no one had any questions about why there were ghosts darth vader can't be a force ghost but anakin skywalker can <laughs> look there's two different visions of the force ghost mm-hmm. i guess three there's the pre-prequels Expanded universe. What is a Force Ghost writing? Well, that, and that's There's just the... what you'd expect, right? That's just like Jedi can sometimes return through the Force, yeah, mm. as like lingering yeah. echoes. And... Yes. And then there's the post uh, prequels, but still Lucensian uh, sort of Phase Two Force Ghost, which is Qui Gon little... has it on his stat sheets. Yeah, and then at some point George is like. And also, there's no more evil Force Ghost. You can only have a Force Ghost if you give up your individuality. That's the secret to keeping it, is mm-hmm. to give it up. Which and I then, guess makes sense, but it is silly. I mean, it, like, is silly. it does make sense it, of, like, in trying to be immortal, you close yourself off from the immortality. You know, that that does line, that lines up with yeah. the, yes. the base morality of Star Wars. I, I accept that just fine. It contradicts all of the, ex- the pre-prequels expanded universe stuff with the evil Force Ghosts. I have have uh, not yet seen an evil but, force you know. ghost, so I'm not like annoyed about this yet. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's Exar Khan in uh, the Jedi Academy trilogy, but I don't. I think it's just that in Palpatine. Um, because in in, in the throne trilogy, remember. you get like Ben at the start, and then he's like, "All right, peace for real this time. Goodbye." Yeah, I guess there's some <laughs> Sith lords in tombs that are like. Just remember the part in the Thrawn trilogy where Luke is like, Lando taught me how to make hot chocolate. <laughs> I love Star that. Star has always been fucking stupid. Jackson, where can people find you online? Find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com, on co-host.org, uh, and other places online. You can find the podcast I do at abnormalmapping.com, usually, uh, with them. Which is a good podcast. You can support them at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping, uh, where for $1 a month, you get The Great Gundam Project. $5, you get Blockbusters, which is a fun podcast about uh, movies, and $10, you get Void Life, which is goofing off. There's the plugs. 
You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on cohost.org slash autumnal. Um, if you go there, I've been doing um, like big posts every week about all the podcasts that are happening on the Export Audio Network. So that's probably the easiest way to keep up with everything that we do these days. Uh, you know, check out our night stairwells. I'm really happy with the last couple episodes we've done. You can find me on Twitter at Nina Nora and find me on co-host at Ashworm, Ash with an E, Worm with a Y. Find stuff I've done at norablake.online and I'm also on such podcasts as Journal Updated on Abnormal Mapping, which is at secondbestgame.club. Jackson. Yo. What, what? Do you want to talk about next year's podcast? Not particularly. I didn't realize we were announcing that now. <laughs> um, we don't have to. I was going to ask if you wanted to announce it. Um, I can market wing and just cut that. <laughs> yeah, as like a Christmas thing. But we can just I guess that. it's a Christmas thing. If you if you keep an eye out, we won't like formally tell you where it's happening because there's more details to come. But me and Nora yes. have a podcast coming soon uh about sci-fi books. It's like it's like the podcast about Star Wars books, but we read more and better books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there'd been pause on a war on our stars it hadn't moved forward in a while and it was hard to fit in and me and Nora wanted to do something and i was like well like i like that but it was the part where we were only reading star wars books that was really like the the motivational killer i want to you know we'll have some fun licensed books in there and we'll go to classic sci-fi and we'll take it as it comes we're deliberately being vague about the reading list right we are uh gonna jump around but it will be yeah hopefully every month um and we're just going to explore sci-fi books uh i guess so we'll just let people know what we're first reading um, to give people an idea yeah. of the tone of the podcast. We are reading uh, Horace Rising, the first Warhammer Horace Heresy <laughs> book. I know nothing about Warhammer and in <laughs> trying to intuit things about Warhammer purely from the text of the book assumes you know what like an in in interator is, is very funny for me. Um, I've read this <laughs> book already and I don't know what an interator is. Whatever the, the, so the, the main lady is, who's my age. <laughs> The remembrancer. The remembrancer, and then then there's the iterate, the iterator. Not like they're all like words, but change ever so slightly from the thing they actually are. Um, and then he's like the the yes. mournvade or whatever. What's it? What is it? The mournvade. The mournvade. I keep laughing at that one because it's so silly as a thing. <laughs> uh, but if you want to li listen to me and Nora talk it's about some sci-fi books. <laughs> exactly so we got some sci-fi books to catalog our guys we're gonna keep track of, of the oh, guys yeah. oh yeah for um, sure. uh, that is that so, is the plan Nora. So, so next month keep an eye out for the podcast anomalous readings anomalous readings yes that's uh it'll be announced you know you'll mention it on export it'll be in the discord for a normal mapping discord uh it'll be out there yeah. uh we'll make the um feed available before the first episode we'll do another little episode zero to explain it um, plans in motion that's the plan announced yeah nora told me that you were reading horace rising yes but she also was like oh yeah we're just gonna read all sorts of uh sci-fi books like i want to get jackson to read foundation blah 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 yeah. and my mind just totally papered over things and i thought you were reading foundation next month <laughs> And so having the little re-reveal oh no you're not reading uh, a classic next month you're not reading one of nora's favorite books next month well i specifically wanted to start with something that would be like fun interesting in ways that we haven't covered before uh mm -hmm. but also like 
I didn't want to start with like I didn't want to give the impression this is purely going to be classic books of all time. Like I, after after this is probably going to do Dune second is the, the initial plan. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to, that'll be a good kick in the ass because I want to read Dune. So I appreciate you doing Dune. <laughs> I just wanted to go between like the highbrow and lowbrow sci-fi. I wanted to still do some tie-in books because it's fun. The only thing we won't do probably is Star Trek because I already have a Star Trek podcast. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and like I briefly thought like oh we could do crossover thing and then we realized it would just be me and M talking over Nora doesn't I know things about Star Wars <laughs> Nora doesn't know shit about Star Trek ask me anything about Star Trek except we did this already but yes uh what's the captain on um what's the first officer in Voyager the first officer on Voyager is T'Pol exactly I rest my case Nora knows shit about Star Trek I knew that T'Pol was a guy T'Pol is a woman. <laughs> but T'Pol is totally a guy. T'Pol is one of my guys. Let me let me know if you read the book. Is T'Pol is one of my Enterprise? guys. T'Pol is, is the Enterprise first officer. Yes. Damn. Um. Is it is it the Vulcan? Yes, T'Pol is the Vulcan oh. from Enterprise. No, I'm sorry. I'm is the first order. Sorry, first <laughs> officer from Voyager. Is that the Vulcan? No, no. Is it seven of nine? No. Shit. How many is... more Voyager characters do I know? Exactly. Bashir? <laughs> no. That is a Deep Space Nine character. Yeah. Can I say, I got to the bit. That was a cheeky of... little joke there at the end. I got to the bit of export uh, of uh, Pop Town the other day where you're going through Star Trek, right, Autumn? And then mm. for some reason, you just let uh, Nora go wild in memory alpha and spoil all of DS- DS9 for you. It's so funny. I've forgotten all of it, so I, it's fine. I know. I was like, I bet you forgot this. It'll be fine. But that did happen. It was so funny. I, know there is, I, I don't even remember this happening. No. I, I know that there is a war with some people on the other side of that wormhole, I think is what's going on Yeah, you're good. You, don't worry. Nothing's actually been ruined. But it was very funny watching that go down. <laughs> um, M told me earlier... It, when they were reacting to stairwells, I'm I'm now too deep to see the Trek Matrix, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> that they are or you are. I I Autumn am uh-huh. in too deep to see the Trek Matrix. What does that mean? Uh, their their next message here is Generations is really mad, really bad in a different way to Star Trek 09. Yeah, Generations. You is like, maybe terrible. if you Nora listen to uh, stairwells and I talk about uh, well, I, Star Trek 09. You finished TNG, right? I'm almost there. Okay, well you I've got about ten episodes left. You can't watch Generation until you finish with TNG. Is that true? Yes, it's the it's the they made TNG and then the Generation the sequel to TNG. So so Nora and I were talking about watching Generations the other day because it was like, oh, we want to watch something. Nora watched some Lower Decks and wanted to watch Star Trek. Oh, I'm almost at the end of TNG. Let's just put on Generations, and that ended up not panning out, and we ended up watching O Nine instead. Several but, days later, like a week later, like two days later, you were right Didn't to not watch Generation Two. You're done with TNG. You have to finish TNG first. <clears throat> okay, okay. It's not a like, oh, I could, I, I'm good now. Okay, I fig- I figured I was just like, it would be fine if I just watched that now. But I will, I will finish TNG. I've only got like ten episodes left, so I should really just power you really that. probably watch the original series also, just because. No, no. I watched like four episodes of TOS earlier this year. I had fun with it but i'd rather watch twilight zone and i'd rather just like look at a list of like the 10 best episodes of tos i think i've watched more tos than you then that's funny i think i've seen like seven episodes of tos total i watched it as a kid okay and more recently i had a star trek podcast once that 
we watched Discovery as it came out, and then uh, we watched some TOS and then quit the podcast. I gotta we go. We hated Discovery so much. I gotta go back to watching the the movies because I left off with three after three was so bad. Three is really like bad. It never gets as bad as three again. Yeah, I, I know I, I like, like four, four better. Yeah, four's fun. Five's also fun and stupid. And six is mostly just good. I remember it's a little more corny, but I th- I think I'm willing to say six is good, even though I haven't seen it in a decade. How do, how does it go? Does so does Nimoy direct four? Nimoy directs three and four, uh, and then Shadow okay. directs five, and then Nicholas Mayer returns to direct six. Right. I think my I think my favorite Star Trek movie so far is probably the motion picture. Um, that's cool. incorrect, but uh, it's a. Uh, I respect What's the best one you've seen so far? Well, so Wrath of Khan is like, I I, I get it. I just I mm-hmm. really like the motion picture. I, mean, I was yes. surprised by the motion picture. I've seen Wrath of Khan like three times, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that really Every fun adventure movie. Every time I see movie. the motion picture, it's like, oh that guy from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> I agree with you. Like going to bat for the motion picture is correct, uh, I, and um, I agree with you completely. I just there's a part of my heart that's like Wrath of Khan. That's the greatest movie ever made. It's fucking Wrath it of Khan. It is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Every that's time true. I watch it, I'm like, I feel young. It's so good. Oh, it's the perfect cinema. <laughs> perfect cinema. What more could you ask for? Uh, it's one of the few places where I'm like, you know, you know, when like you just align perfectly with culture. There's mm-hmm. no contrarian take. The thing that is true of the world is true of you. Uh, that's me and yeah. Wrath of Khan. Yeah. It doesn't it is. have any Yodas in it, though. You don't need any it was... fucking Yodas! <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny to watch motion pi- the motion picture and Wrath of Khan back-to-back earlier this year, and Kirk just has, like, one character arc in motion picture where, like, he keeps reinserting himself into the Enterprise, and then Wrath of Khan is about just ha- him having the reversed character arc. He just, like, goes one direction in the motion picture, and Wrath of Khan is about just doubling back in the other direction in a really funny way. It is really funny. Um, man, I... It, it's also funny how much older he is in um, Wrath of Khan, because, like, in, in the motion picture, they're still trying to, like, give him a makeup and make him look young. Um, mm-hmm. and then in Wrath of Khan he's suddenly old Kirk even though he's then old Kirk for another like 12 years uh, yeah but it like the era shifts he's not actually that old by the time of Wrath of Khan uh, but in but he looks like he looks like Shatner to me in Wrath of Khan yes. like he looks like the 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 guy I saw first in Expedia commercials when I was six <laughs> this, this that is the birth of uh, William Shatner like not modern, right? Because not anymore. But that—that's the line: is motion picture versus a uh, uh, Wrath Khan. God, Nora uh, and I. You go. Sorry. I'm just looking at the motion picture uniforms. They're so fucking sick. They are. Nora and I last night were having the thing where um, she remembered Shatner saying, "There's something on the wing," um, from Twilight Zone, <laughs> only to discover that's not Shatner. <laughs> Shatner does that line totally normally in the episode of uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. What <laughs> we were thinking of is Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik himself. Uh-huh. Wait, so he... So, so Jim Carrey does a Shatner impression in a different movie, and you'd remembered it as being real. In Ace Ventura, I believe. Okay, I've, ne- yes, I've never yes. seen Ace Ventura. 
Um, yes, there's there's an episode of Twilight Zone where Shatner I, I would sees, like a, to congratulate sees a little guy Ace out on the wing. I'd like to congratulate Ace Ventura on this rare occasion of being uh, the less problematic movie in the two that just got brought up. <laughs> <laughs> For all of the many things that did bad, didn't kill any children. Oh, this isn't Twilight Zone the movie. This is just an episode of the Twilight Zone that features William Shatner. Oh, damn, this is before even that? Yes, this is a 60s-ass episode of the twilight zone he looks where, like young kirk guy yeah. on the plane and he says there's something on the wing there's a man on the wing yeah and then there's a in ace ventura there's a bit where jim carrey is doing a shatner impression but Quote like unquote. yeah he's doing the shatner like parody voice yes <clears throat> Shanna um, does eventually like sound like that. Walken. Like, by generation, Shanna does actually for real sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually for real sound like You're not quite there yet. <laughs> but that impression doesn't come from, from nowhere. As, as fun as it is to make fun of, uh, he does eventually just start sounding like that. Yeah. I've heard his common people version. It's really funny to watch the two episodes of Columbo he did, because... In the first one, he's William Shatner of the 19, 1970s. He's just iconic television performer. And then in the second one, he is like fully parody of himself guy. <laughs> in my head, Star Trek TOS is a bunch of old people. No, mm-hmm. Be- like it's because not. I grew up watching the films. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yes, and, that makes sense. And so, I mean, I watched some of the show later but my first exposure to Star Trek was the movies, mm-hmm. by which I mean all ten of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I watched any TOS or TNG, I watched through Nemesis. So you had a really strange idea of what Star Trek was. <laughs> well, eh, you get all the basic points. You I want to see Nemesis so bad. I got to see what that is. <laughs> it's mid. It's I got to like, know. It's, it's not as, like earth shatteringly bad as 09 but i don't mean it's better i mean like there is a there is a just sensory nightmare to jj abrams movie making that is not (laughs) present in the staid just boring death of cinema that is star trek nemesis um insurrection's good fun though that's that's my star trek movie take uh star trek first contact first contact uh i i liked it until i watched tng and now i don't that is that is the arc on first contact in the before it was like a well-made movie well-written good 90s action movie which is all still true until you watch it again having the context of knowing what fucking star trek is uh mm-hmm. and you're like what's that picard's character's gone out the way this is a nightmare everything that they're saying is just not true um <laughs> So this is, it's a real, like, Advent children situation of, like, oh, I, now I care about the thing and it, it's, it's ruined. Because I used to really like it as a kid when it was just a, star, a movie. Uh, uh-huh. And, and now, like, all the character writing is just so off, uh, which is a running theme of um, the TNG movies. Nora has on the screen here a, a cast photo from uh, the motion picture. And I am always thinking about this random letterboxed review that I read. <laughs> That says, um, McCoy's first scene in um, the motion picture, he looks like the guy who invented cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of that every time I see him now. Oh, it's be- 
McCoy in the motion picture in his fucking disco outfit is with his <laughs> with his so beard with his funny. beard. <laughs> it's incredible. It's pure cinema. For, and for a moment, I thought he was gonna just look like that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Can you have imagined? <laughs> he still looks ridiculous after he shaves and keeps the like suit unbuttoned, but at least he looks somewhat normal. <laughs> It's so beautifully 70s. <laughs> it's such a crime that we didn't get, like, Star Trek Phase 2 and just a whole 70s-ass Star Trek show with this cast. Oh, it would have been so stupid. <laughs> I real I do like Carl Urban's version of McCoy, though. Yeah, I think everyone does. <clears throat> um, I just like Carl Urban, maybe. He's good. I've never seen a Carl Urban role I didn't appreciate looking at. Um... You should, you should um I can't, you should watch Star Trek Beyond. I, I have seen Star Trek Beyond. I saw it in the theater. It, we should cuz you want to watch Star Trek Into Darkness with me now that we've watched 09. And yeah, I want to skip course. it because I saw it when it was new and I didn't like it then. I also lo- saw it when it was new and I liked it more than my friends did at the time, yeah. which was not like you, at all. Even worse than 09 somehow. Oh nine is a three star. It's a normal one movie. Star Two stars. Movie. Two one stars. One star. star. It's, it's, nor- I, it's normal. It's totally my, normal. My heart is way more on Jackson's side here than Nora's. Not only <laughs> it's just a normal movie. Not only is it like murdering Star Trek characters before your eyes, uh, it is hell to look at. It is death to look at. The bit where like Kirk makes Spock go get mad and punch him in the face, and then Spock's like, "Actually, it was good. I did that." I, I just like, ugh. Shut the the, the fuck very up. idea that like it's important for Kirk to be in charge of the Enterprise uh, is so. St- I mean, you know what? There's a Strange New Worlds episode that deals with this in a much better way. Um, but it's like, it, it, I gotta watch the rest of that. That it, was really the two episodes I watched were really fucking good. Uh, they they deal with they these topics in a much more considered Star Trek way. But in 09, it's like, oh, Spock shouldn't be in charge. He should be. He should know his fucking place. He's a loser. I'm like, it's. It's Spock. Why are you treating him like that? Like, they treat old Spock mm. with this weird reverence, but it's this fake reverence that doesn't actually care about, like, what the character represents. Because it's all about the iconography of this guy coming back and not, like... But he, he's... It's post-TNG Spock. He cares... Like, he has one thing he cares about, and it is um, reunification. That is, his entire character mm-hmm. doesn't really come up other than the fact that it's another Romulan villain. Uh, right. And just drops all these things that I was, like, invested in. Um, and then also, it just looks like that, and it never shuts up. And there's that scene where his hand gets all big or whatever, and it's stupid. I hate it. I hate every single thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't then- it be funny if Kirk was running around the Enterprise going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but what if Simon Pegg almost drowned? I wish he would. <laughs> that, mo- that movie is bad the whole way through, but the second half, where Simon Pegg gets involved and he goes onto the planet, ooh, it dr- if, if it's possible for it to fall even further off a cliff, that's where it happens. I, but they, he does was, have a little Grogu. I thought that I thought that movie was like kind of bad, but had enjoyable moments. And then they started to lose me with Vulcan Turbo 911. And then Simon Pegg shows up and there was not a single second of the movie I enjoyed from then on. 911,000. <laughs> Thank you. you um, you're about to get so many more 911s <laughs> into darkness. I, oh yeah, I forgot. I, I just don't want to see Into Darkness again. I watched it 10 years ago and didn't like it. I would like to watch Beyond, a movie I've heard is good and would just 
haven't seen. I would just like to watch that. <laughs> it is a fun right. movie. It is Star Trek Beyond is simply fun. There, it's not deep. It's not like smart, but it's directed by someone who knows how to do modern action direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go to the swimming pool first, then the hot tub feels warmer. What? I don't. Oh, I, I don't care. I saw the movie ten years ago. It sucked <laughs> then. Why do I have to watch it again to watch it? Uh, just watch Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is in a. I don't cell. fucking care. <laughs> I need There's... you to understand that I don't give a shit. You at least should watch the the Leonard Nimoy Skype call where he's like, "That's Khan. He's bad news." <laughs> It's so fucking terrible. That's calm. That's bad news. I'm off to go record the rest of my dialogue for Dream Drop Distance now. Um, <laughs> and then die. And then <laughs> fucking die. Yes, because he's dead by the next one. Yeah, that's how the Beyond opens, I think, is with um, them establishing that Spock is dead again. Really sucks, Remember Spock. when... <laughs> Remember when... Star Trek 3 opens on we're just doing Spock's funeral again. <laughs> Star Trek 3 is you know, before uh, the Abram stuff and I got really mad about Star Trek for a while before they like kind of corrected and then went mad again. Um, it was the thing I hated most because it was like the ending of Wrath of Khan is one of the best endings in a movie. Like not even in a this is not the Star Trek nerd sliding scale. It's just simply fantastic spock dies it's the first star trek thing i ever saw yeah and it's just like a complete thing unto itself spock dying like plays even if you haven't seen a single second of star trek before it Kirk is like absolutely perfect when he's like uh he was the most human <laughs> or whatever uh <laughs> and it's, it's great like i was <laughs> taking the piss a bit there but it's like genuinely deeply emotional this repressed military guy and i'm like dude damn i do love uh master commander um and, <laughs> and all that happens and he looks into the future with his like son and his wife and like sees that he can be more than a relic and goes i feel young and you're like yes i also feel young i want to go live my life after watching this movie it's a deeply invigorating experience and you begin star trek 3 and it's like oh Oh, I'm so fucking depressed. Smoke's dead. No. Me, me, me. <laughs> Stupid. But then he bang. Wrath of Khan's so good, dude. Wrath of Khan is so good. They get those worms. They get the little graboids. They do get the little graboids. <laughs> That's better than a Grogu. No. <laughs> where would you, you put? A, do you think where would you put a Grogu in Wrath of Khan? Would like Khan have a little Grogu on his ship? Like, where where would you even go? What space is there for a Grogu? I mean, I wouldn't put Grogu in Wrath of Khan. He might be in danger. <laughs> That's true. He might be imperiled thereby. What if what if what if Kirk had a little pet Grogu back in his like house on San Francisco, Grogu's and he has a whole person. <laughs> he has... Grogu's a child, not a pet. <laughs> He has to leave uh, Grogu with like a babysitter before he goes. If I'm going to put Grogu into Star Trek, it's not going to be Grogu hangs out with the captain. <laughs> it's going to be Grogu hangs out with Worf. God! Grogu hanging out with Worf would be cool. Imagine Worf wearing a papoose with a little <laughs> Grogu in it. Uh, that's this just, podcast is over. That's just Alexander. I'm teaching him to honor bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs)
Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more drop, friend, before we stop, friend. One more moment, face to face. Next time you're dry, friend, try stopping by, friend, if there's a light in the place. We may not thrive, friend, but we survive, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. such a dear friend. You know I'm here, friend. Is that a dear friend? 
it's good night, friend. Good night, friend. Good night, but not...